who are talented? People who are talented? It, it's a matter of, um, I, I think I hate that I don't have any visual artistic ability. Yeah. So it, it's an envy thing. I'm very envious of people who are artistic. Have you tried? Yeah. What, what just, have you tried doing? Um, I, I, I did my fair share of graffiti in high school. Um, I've tried basic drawing stuff. It's just, I like words too much to make pictures. Like, I, I, I know my lane. I stay in my lane. What would you consider your lane? Words, not pictures. How did you get there? Fell into it. I, not, nothing I'm good at is things that I knew I'd be good at beforehand. It's just, I ended up being good at them, so I stuck with them. Mm. So you kept trying to these different lanes, these different avenues of expression? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll try anything once. I mean... Most things once. Gotcha. There's a few things I won't do. That your morality won't fucking allow. Yeah. yeah. Like I won't smoke crack. Right. That's yeah. exactly, for some reason, I always think that whenever. Yeah. That, that's pretty much the low end of, you know, things I'm willing to try. You know, <laughs> oh, you know, I try age. Mm. Yeah. You Pull know, breaks. Yeah. yeah. Heroin, crack and dick. Just three things I don't <laughs> plan on trying. The trifecta. Yeah. You know, the, the big three of nose. Well, you know, if you get too addicted to one, you end up fucking around with the others. That's a crazy thing, right? Addiction. It, like that. Addiction's scary, dog. Right? And that's, I guess, what makes you not want to try one of those things. Well, and we also don't, like, as a society, like, we don't try and fix addiction. If you're an addict, you're just cast, cast out. We punish addicts. We don't try to help them. Yeah, like, you look at the fucking homeless. Yeah. And it's a clear indication of, of, of our... We stopped trying to fix people and started trying to punish people. Same with the mental health issues, dude. You know what we don't show enough love for? Um, The Vietnam vets and their struggles coming back. How is it that they have so much more homeless than our generation of veterans? Or are we just not showing it? I just think we don't show it. I mean, I love those dudes because they kind of built the framework for what the VA is now. Like we get a lot more benefits because those dudes were treated so shittily. I don't know if shittily is word, but you get, you catch my vibes. So like, I'm grateful for those dudes, but you also catch the people wearing like Vietnam era veteran hats. Where it's like, what? Vietnam oh, yeah. era veteran? Like you, you didn't even go to Vietnam. And <laughs> like you're in that gray area. Like yeah. you were around that time. It's, it's like saying Chicago ish. Yeah. It, I guarantee you, you're going to, we're going to see GWAT global war, war on terrorism veterans in 20, 30 years who never left the States, but flex like they did. I guarantee it. I mean, we see it now, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's just that they're able to conceal it. Yeah. So, and I'm, I mean, so here's a, there's like that 1%, that top 1% of veterans that everybody likes to, to idolize, right? Mm-hmm. The, the SEALs and the MARSOC and those special operations. Yeah, you're types. fucking heroes and shit. Right. But the vast majority of people that deployed are Aren't not. That, that. Yeah. And so many of us want to portray that dude. They yeah. may, like so many veterans will you know, try and make themselves look like I did this, that, and the other. Majority of my time in Afghanistan, I spent bored staring at shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, everyone wants to gas themselves up and you don't gotta, dude. I mean, living those, those, those glory moments, right? Yeah. And, uh, and it's, 
no different than like a football player. He spent a lot of time in the NFL and let's say he was on, you know, a, a role player. Right? Yeah. Like he had a, a role to play on the defense. But no one's wearing his jersey. Right, right, exactly. But I mean, bro, you should still still be proud. Yeah. You fucking accomplished a lot. Yeah. The same thing to like the, to the to the veteran that you accomplished a lot. However, you don't have to pretend to be the fucking the Because at the end of the day, what those dudes did and what you did what you did doesn't fucking matter. We nothing my own personal belief is that nothing that we did in Afghanistan actually had any effect on our life here in America. I think it did. I, I, and the reason why is I think in the first few years, but fucking 10 years later, dog, we're th- throwing money and people at a problem. We have to look at where we were at and th- on all the different wars, mm-hmm. we look at where we were at and what the resources were and what the implications were. And so for our war, right. And now we're in the opioid epidemic. Yeah. And what is the, who is the biggest exporter of opium in the world? Before or after 9-11. Before we moved in, the Taliban banned farming of opium. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then when we got back, when we got in the mix, it was open season again. And so they started mass, they, what did they, it was like some crazy, like 95 to 97% of the world's yeah, opium ma- came from Yeah, majority of it comes from Afghanistan, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and now it's just, it's too coincidental, right? To, yeah. To it, it, it's not a coincidence. I mean, I don't want to call it a conspiracy because that brings a lot of connotations to it, but it wasn't an accident. I think you could be honest about some shit and then also have a conspiratorial mindset going into it. Like, okay, like me personally, yeah. the way I feel is we were there to harvest and control the export of opium. Mm-hmm. Not just, that's not the only reason why we were there, but it was a huge benefit of why we were there. Right. We saw, and we had like law, we had, we had law enforcement. Well, I mean, with the us CIA and, was moving Coke in the eighties. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, this shit goes on right now. We controlled it and now we have an opioid, opioid epidemic. I mean, that has more so to do with the, uh, prescribing opiates. Oh yeah, and and big all pharma that. and big the doctors. Pharma. Yeah, there's there's a lot of shady shit to it, man. We're just all cogs in a wheel, and it's not even just veterans or anyone like that. Like we are all part of a machine. So, but at the end of the day, I look at the quality of life. Yeah, my quality of life is super cush mm-hmm. compared to like what I saw that the lifestyle was over there in would those always countries. Would rather be an American than. Someone from any of the places I've been. So there is a shady shit that goes on. And we benefit from it. And we benefit as from it. As a whole. Some more than others. But you can't say America and the average American hasn't profited off of war. Right. So like as a, like as a Chicano, like a Mexican-American, I can say that I'm, I love being an American. And it's much better to be like a, a native America's like half of my blood is a Native American. So like being a Native American in America compared to being a Native American like in Peru. Yeah. Right. Completely different fucking problems. And my problems are minuscule. They're non-existent compared to what they experience. Right. Oh my God. My fucking congressman and representative are fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. That's a. Probably the Zodiac killer. Shout out Todd Cruz. Hey. 
what was that rumor that his dad was, uh, yeah, his dad's the Zodiac killer or yeah. maybe he is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the details of it. That. That's the extent of it. I know that he allowed a man to call his wife fat and ugly. And then he supports that man. Uh, like when it comes to like the president and shit like that, this is why I, I lose respect for certain politicians. At the end of the day, you're still a fucking man, right? Yeah. Like when we were in the Marines, I always told my kid, my guys, you can't spell Marine without M-A-N. You're a man at the end of the day when it came to like hazing and shit like well, that. I, I think uh, you, you require a level of self-respect. If you don't stand up for yourself, then I'm not going to stand up for you. Right. Election aside, nobody's going to disrespect my fucking wife. Yeah. That's, that's my love, my blood, you know, or not my blood, but I, yeah. I would bleed for her. You yeah. Know? And you're not going to fucking talk about her. Why are you going to let this man, I would have fucking pretended to go up there and debate and stuck him. What are they going to do? Half the people are going to celebrate you. Right. They would have been like, Oh, this motherfucker's yeah. a badass. You know, you fucking stuck this guy. And the other half are going to be like, oh, you should go to jail. It's just, I mean, Don't be a pussy. at what point do your principles of self-respect outweigh your financial or power benefits? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How much of yourself are you wanting to sacrifice to come out on top financially or influentially or any other word that ends like that? How much different would we perceive these politicians if we didn't pay them what we paid them. If they were getting the same as like a E5 in the military. I don't know, man. Like. You wouldn't be doing it for the money then, right? Would you be more influenced or less influenced by money? And we could say that you're a character-based person. Like, would you, obviously you would do a lot for your country. Yeah. Had it not, you know, if you weren't getting paid a lot, you did that. Yeah. You proved it. it right? Long-term investment, free college, healthcare. Cheaper home loans. I joined the military for completely selfish reasons. I know a lot I of always who... wanted to join the Marine Corps. Like it was always an idea, but at the end of the day, I did it for me. And I know very few people. I had on one hand count the amount of Marines I served with who I believe actually did it for something more than themselves. It's visible. Mm -hmm. They it's rare. It 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 you notice it. it seeps out of their pores mm -hmm. that they did it for the right reasons, so, so to speak, yeah. right? The quote unquote right reasons. Um, and it's highly respectable. I love those guys. I feel like I did it for like, it's a hereditary thing. Mm -hmm. And also like it was to get out. It was a coming of age thing. Coming of age thing. Yeah, exactly. Like a bar mitzvah. But I just look back, man. And I'm like, I'm going to pull this into the protest. Yeah. But when I look at the time that why I enlisted, right? There was two wars going on mm -hmm. and I felt that I didn't want to look back as an old man and say, I, I don't want to miss a war, dude. I don't, it, w w grandpa, where were you at whenever the wars were going on? Yeah. I was over there fucking beating my dick in the, in the dorm room. I yeah. not talk shit about that. Like if you did that, right. Cause yeah. that's a whole different, your contrib contribution, but everyone has their own path. Yeah. Right. I don't want to disrespect those types, but I was watching that Ronnie Dangerfield movie, uh, back to school mm -hmm. last night. And, uh, there's a scene with, uh, uh, Sam Kinison where he's just like, starts shouting at one of the students and he's talking about, uh, Oh, why do we leave Vietnam in 1967? And she says, it's like a, you know, like a really intelligent kind of ditzy yeah. blonde girl. And she's like, Oh, because of the, the, uh, wait, wait, you just said really intelligent ditzy blonde girl. Cause you could be both. Okay. 
Yeah, oh, bro, you can intelligence be verse. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. Yeah. I just wanted to bring attention to that line because I like that. Yeah, and uh, so she responds like, "Oh, because of the uh, domestic." Per- uh, uh, yeah, an actual genuine intelligent geopolitical answer. thoughtful answer yeah and probably it, the right answer yeah the, probably the correct answer yeah and then sam kinison's character he's a professor in there of history and he goes good answer good answer the, the right answer as far as some people's perspective i'm, I'm butchering this quote because yeah. it's obviously sam kinison and you can't uh, yeah and it's like me refusing to sing but then Zeppelin. He just fucking yeah. rips into her and like he's like, but I was fucking there. I was in, in the rice shit. patties. Yeah. You know, I wasn't here uh, with my headband on I partying. I fucking hate that energy. Well, I, if it's. Don't get me wrong. If I have to, like, I will, I, I won't do it to a civilian. No. But uh, someone else who is in the military or, or is in the military. I will pull that card to, you know, if we're going to measure dicks, I'm not going to hide a part of mine. But if you're a fucking regular person, a civilian, I mean, I'm going to shy away from it more than anything. So I thought like in my family, right. And this is, this is why I never hold it. People think that, oh, if do veterans hold it against people that didn't go? Yeah, absolutely not. The reason why we went is because we don't want you to go. Yeah. And like my thought about my sisters, I don't want my sisters to go. Mm hmm. So I'm going to go because somebody from my family should go. Yeah. And my uncle did, obviously. You're, like 18 it's just times like over. paying taxes to me. Yeah, I paid my tax. Yeah. So it's a they. generational tax. Somebody's got to go. I wonder if that, I wonder if that rule still applies where it's like. Multiple brothers. Yeah. I, I think it only applies if there's a draft, which shout out being undraftable at this point. They'll take a woman before me. You as well. Do you have your honorable discharge? I do. They will take a woman before you. We are at the bottom of the list. Chances are, if it was the circumstances of Rose and there was another war where people were getting drafted, the likeliness of you re-enlisting is very high. I mean, it depends on who we're going to war with. I'm not fighting a conventional war, dog. I don't give a fuck. I very much got comfortable to knowing that the only aircraft was ours, the artillery was ours, the big bombs was ours. I'm not trying to fight a conventional war, dog, because realistically, no matter who you are, no matter how hard you are, we're fighting a conventional war against any other global major power. There's going to be a lot of fucking people dead. And I've gotten very accustomed to being alive. Here's a thought of mine. This, mm-hmm. is, this, has, this is not based off of any intelligence that I have, um, any kind of sources that I've, I've, I've communicated comes with. out from in you, I feel you. Based off of intuition, one, two things. One, we're already in a war, a cold war mm. with. An intelligent cyber war, yeah. With China right mm. now, actively. I, I, I'm very outspoken and, and very yeah. against Chinese government. Again, not the Chinese people because they have no, literally no fucking control over this. If, if, if you're going to judge the Chinese people for the Chinese government, I don't want to open that door because that means that people could judge me for our current government and I'm not trying to catch that smoke. Even more so because our government is a democracy. Mm -hmm. So we have say we're culpable for the actions of our government because we choose who, right. You know, there's, there's some, we have more say than the Chinese, a lot more say and more say than the Russians. Right. Exactly. So that we have, we are more uh, responsible for our government than they are. Mm -hmm. However, and then like we talk about the cultural things like, you know, the, 
the harvesting of, of, of animal products. I mean, I eat, I'm not a, a vegetarian, so I have no place to talk. Right? Yeah. So they use rhino horn, like the, uh, the elites in China use rhino horn for, to get their dicks hard. Yeah. Well known. Which I don't think it actually works. It does not work. Yeah. I hate that shit, but I'm trying my best to not be a hypocrite. I can't take them for that. Do you eat any food to get your dick hard? No, absolutely not. Then judge them for that. That's fucking dumb, dude. It's it's not wrong to like, I I am. It's okay to judge people. I'm not going to. Yeah, it is. In some, in some aspects, right? Yeah. This holier than thou, thou shalt not fuck that i'm gonna make a judgment call on you and i have no shame about it right if it's wrong i will apologize and correct myself and admit that but those people who are like oh i don't judge it like everyone's making judgment calls every moment of the day every interaction you're judging someone don't act like you don't let's let's be a little bit more honest i look at you and i'm fucking judging you right that authenticity right yeah i can't fuck with an exotic animal like that, especially an animal that is on the decline and is on the verge of being extinct. Yeah. I'm not I just can't fuck, as a human. Like, I don't want to fuck with an exotic... Dogs and cats, cool. You got a fucking monkey? Cool, but I'm not going to own a monkey. Yeah. Monkey will fuck my shit up. And they, they probably... They belong in their habitat. Yeah. And I need to respect their habitat. But check it out. Um, like, I won't eat octopus. They're too smart, dog. They're an alien. They're, they're very intelligent. I won't eat an octopus. That, yeah. I won't eat I, an intelligent animal. I'll fuck a chicken up. Pigs are really intelligent. Yeah. Bacon's so good. And they're like really close to us. Like, was it biologically? Are they? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, what's that? That training that you go through? Yeah, live tissue. They are very close to us. But. How was that? Best training I've ever been to. Why? Like. It. Without giving any so, kind of. Any medical training without the threat of death, I think, is lost. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good training without that. But when you're actively trying to keep something alive that's been fucked up, there is no substitution for actively trying to keep something alive that's been fucked up. Stopping bleeding, the best training you could get for stopping bleeding is actually stopping fucking bleeding. So anybody that doesn't know, live tissue training is l- exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, you're training medically on live tissue. I don't want to get into the details because we're not supposed to, but you're medically training on live tissue. And the end result, obviously, being so that you can save somebody with these wounds. And you do save yeah. the, the live tissue. That's yeah. that th- th- you're so under pressure that, and because I mean, it's of our training, we- fucked we, up and- they're not, they, I mean, they are so anesthetized, anesthesia. They're under so much anesthesia that they don't feel a thing. But they're taking this living thing and fucking it up and you're keeping it alive. And it's the best training that saves human lives. How would you gauge your, how would you rate your response to some, some, some situation like that? Your abilities to, to comprehend and, and, assess somebody and to treat them if they had a puncture or that is the training that stuck with me the most that is medical response the medical response training i got in trauma care and casualty care trauma i got in the military is the training that is still at the most forefront of my mind because it's the most useful and i got her i 
got to use that on an actual human and it and because of that training they're still around climbing mountains and shit so that training is the most valuable stuff that I've ever come across we save a lot more lives and we take yeah i mean i my first deployment i we did a humanitarian mission after the earthquake tsunami that hit japan in 2011 that like the real fucking bad one yeah we did recovery in a humanitarian mission for that the Marine Corps doesn't get enough credit for the amount of shit it fixes and the amount of lives it saves for the other side of the coin. You know, yeah. you always hear the Marine Corps, you know, fighters and killing yeah. and fucking up cities. First but like, fight, fucking down the, uh, a lot more good, you know. And, and not just, I mean, the military in general yeah. does a lot more good. We build roads, army paved an entire fucking highway down Afghanistan, yeah. the highway 611, right? I think it's called, um, five eleven six seven, whatever. And it connected from their, the capital of Afghanistan down to Pakistan so they can have a trade route. And we built schools and we built, um, hospitals and we, yeah. we gave money to help establish communities over there. I mean, if we would have done more of that, was it back in the eighties when we helped them fight the Russians, we wouldn't have had to in the first place, but you know, and I mean, the only reason why is because I, I try not to stroke. Obviously, I think the reason I try not to talk about Marine, Marines so much because everybody knows how we are. Yeah. And there, there's a reason why we are the way we are. We're given less and we do less with, we do more with less, right? I mean, um, that's the, that's the myth. The, that's what they tell us. And we have to believe it though. Yeah. It's not that we're brainwashed. It's that we have to be as ego driven as we are because at the end of the day, majority of the work comes from that. that. I mean, we are brainwashed. We are. It's, we are gassed up to believe that. We love the smell of our own shit. But it is a defense mechanism more than anything. If you make someone believe that they can't die, it's going to be a lot harder to kill them. Yeah, fair enough. So going back to China. Yeah. We are, I fully believe that we are in an intelligence warfare, a a cold war, Mm -hmm. a with, with China right now. Yeah. And it, there's things that we've said before that have in the years shown to be factual. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll come out that we are in the midst of that right now. Uh, the second thing about China that I wanted to bring up, uh, what was it? Not that we're in intelligence warfare. Excuse me. Uh, that they're whack as fuck. I mean, the most American dude we both know is was born in China. Don't hate the Chinese people. Yeah. I mean, I, I, one of our close friends from Bucan uh, is a, a Chinese American immigrant. That's just that immigrant mentality. Yeah. And he loves this fucking country. Yeah. There's no one more, but we were talking about that earlier on. Yeah. There's nobody more badass that I know than, than that person. And the amount of respect that I have for him, you know, he went from being, uh, he was in college, right? Mm-hmm. I think he got his degree, but he went to Marine Corps, uh, en- enlisted boot camp. Yeah. And then bottom of the barrel bullshit. Yeah. He was a reservist. Yeah. But still he went through, uh, a- any, I being born in America and just falling into this shit. I respect people who worked to become an American more than anyone who was just an American by birth. Because I didn't actively try to be an American. I didn't actively make a decision to come here for the betterment of my family. When I see someone who's actually struggled and made an effort, 
I love immigrants because first off, the amount I want to be able to vote, I think we should have to take a citizenship test, like an actual knowledge-based test, the same test they have to take to become a citizen. If you can't tell me how many branches of government there are in their roles, I don't want you fucking voting. Yeah. That's fair. If you're fucking stupid. Ah, but not everybody can be... I'm I'm not going to support that. I feel that even though people are fucking stupid, they still have a voice. It's not... So there's a difference between being stupid and being uneducated. Even okay with even more so, I if just because you're uneducated doesn't mean that you don't have a voice. If that was the case, you could go look at the public school systems and say like, and if you if you care so much about your voice and you want your voice to be heard enough, then you should know the basics of how we handle things to be able to have your voice heard. That goes for all lower income communities. No, though. that goes that needs to go for everyone. I could guarantee you right now. A quarter of our current elective officials can't pass that test. I wouldn't say that. I, th- I, th- I think they would. I think we don't give them enough credit. They're not. You forget how many elected officials there are in this country. Oh, fair enough. That would disproportionately affect communities that are, have neglected education systems. Black, brown, uh, poor, white. If we had to take a citizenship test to, to vote. Those people that don't even vote in the first place would be even less likely to vote. I, I, you know what? You were absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I'm catching your drift. But I get the sentiment, right? We need to, to learn more. We need to educate ourselves more. Well, then to become eligible to be an elected official, we should be able to ace that test. That I could fuck with. Let's Instead of raising the bar for who gets to have a say, let's raise a bar for who gets to say. And these fucking cocksuckers shouldn't get paid as much as they do. And they shouldn't get paid. I look, I love Andrew Yang and some of the shit that he says, but the thing that I do disagree, no, they should get paid because it's it's a job. They're like, they have to pay for their families. They should have healthcare and all the same shit that any government official, like if you work for the post office, if you work for any federal organization, that they, they part of their job, they should get a place to live and you know, they should just be on the same pay scale as the military. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to be. Your first year in the government, you're fucking Ewan, you're private, you're taking home $400 a paycheck right. twice a month. And then, so like, like I said with Andrew Yang, I like, I like Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. And, but one of the things that I'm not for is he's like, we should pay the, the government officials more. Now, as a way to get money out of politics. Right. Yeah, rem- no, no, just human greed knows no bounds. Exactly. If yeah. it did, Bezos wouldn't be still pushing. Exactly. They're going to get paid more and they're going to get the fucking government, like all these payouts from like their, uh, what are they called? Um, people that lobbyists and shit. Yeah. yeah. Super PACs. Also, I just realized uh, the podcast is now listed on Amazon. It was like part of the whole upload package. And one of the things is you're not allowed to criticize Bezos and or Amazon. So I'm going to say fuck Amazon, fuck Bezos. He could suck a dick. That bald bitch. We should hang him. What? Yeah. I, I don't know about that. I, when you become the richest man in the world, you won cool where we could end your life and give it to everyone else. No, man. That, I, 
I'm not pro, like, I'm not going to go fucking suck dick and kiss ass to like wealthy people. Right. Mm -hmm. I want what's theirs. I'm not going to neglect the fact that they worked for something. And even though they pulled manipulative strings. I disagree with you. If you're an American citizen and you pass $1 billion of net worth. Mm -hmm. Cool. A hundred million a year is what you get to keep. We're going to take the rest and spread it out. We're going to give you a special card. Certified American billionaire. You, you don't have to pay any speeding tickets or some shit. But we're going to take every, you know, you just get a hundred mil for the rest of your life every year. We're going to take the rest. Yeah. Do you think that they would be as inclined to keep the business progressing forward? Yeah. Right now with the, with these companies. Oh, this is another thing. So our ties economically with, with, with China, mm-hmm. we need these companies. These companies are acting as our companies in the U.S., these, these major corporations with all this influence, they're choosing sides right now. Nobody really sees it, yeah. But they're choosing sides, like Disney, and uh, you can you just know which everyone ones knows who you are know your big companies, yeah. Are either choosing You're probably wearing something from China or Russia, mm-hmm. right? So they're more inclined to side with those kind of narratives that that China wants. Like the NBA was fucking disgusting about this for all the bullshit that they talk about. They're, they're diversity s- and inclusivity and they're fucking sucking. I mean, that's why I stopped watching the NBA in 98. I mean, also because that's the last year of the Bulls, but yeah. I mean, they're, okay, when we talk about diversity, right? Mm-hmm. Is the NBA diverse? No, it's not. Let's be honest. Yeah. It, 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 it's probably one of the least diverse organizations as far as like who it, it employs employees or stars or yeah, who, who they, who they project. Right. Obviously like if you're not a fucking six foot seven black dude, you're not going to make it in the NBA. Yeah. You know, or a seven foot white dude. Right. You have or an eight foot Asian. Right. So can you name a popular Hispanic basketball player? Yeah. The dude that played for my, I can't name him. That dude that played for Miami. That's enough right there. Yeah. Yeah. And now you want to talk about Argentinian? Ginobili. You know, oh. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Isn't he Hispanic? He, I mean. Latinx. He's, how pronounce Latinx for me? I can't. It, Latinx. Because it's, it's a made up. It's you, fucking stupid. It is the stupidest fucking word that exists right now. You can't even pronounce that with the, with the, uh, There's Latin no accent undertone. to it. Yeah. Right. There's no accent to it's it. It's a purely English word. A made up word. In the universities of Northern America, the United States of America, these overprivileged middle, middle America, yuppie fucking kids of all backgrounds, all these little woke kids, they created this word. Mm -hmm. These universities who are fucking filling these kids heads with just, I, I understand that they want to promote like equality. Equality is one thing. What they're promoting is Labeling. They're labeling and they're colonializing this fucking, they don't understand, like, they're projecting this Latinx term onto people of, of, in Latin America. Yeah. And like Central America and South America of of those Latin American countries, they're projecting this word onto them. You know who else does shit like that? The colonizers. These motherfucking kids are acting the same way and they're acting like colonizers, but they don't want to call their own bullshit. Everybody's so... 
blind to their own hypocrisy. And that's why I think I personally try to not be that. Yeah. I try to call myself out on being a hypocrite because I see other people's hypocrisy and how they don't want to own it. And it's disgusting. I don't ever want to tell someone what they can or cannot do or what they should or should not say, because I don't want anyone tell me what the fuck I can or cannot do or should not should or should not say. I should know morally and ethically based off of who I am as a person, what's right or wrong to say. And I don't need you to fucking tell me what's right or wrong to say. Don't get me wrong. If I'm, and you know what, there's very few people who are close to me enough to where I feel like they should be comfortable enough to tell me what I should or should not say. If you feel like I'm saying something that offends you or I'm saying something like if you feel comfortable enough to correct me, then come up to me and tell me or call me and let me know. And if you can't come up to tell me, or if you don't have my number to tell me, then you're not close enough with me to correct me. And And like in, in a personal life sense, you know what I mean? Right. Do you feel like there's any avenues that you kind of tread too further, too far down to where maybe somebody like you feel like you need to be checked in some areas? I mean, I will always kind of give way to someone that knows more than me or is more comes from a place with more standing. I will always, you know, I don't want to say seat, but I will always fall back to someone who knows more than me or has more of a tie or a place to speak on. But I mean, my mom's dead. Ain't nobody else here that could tell me what the fuck to do. Ain't nobody else praying for me. That's Can't tell me nothing. Kendrick, right? My grandma was dead. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where the only person I owed morally or ethically or anything, at the end of the day, I will do what my mother says or my mother tells me. And I think we all should. That's your mom's. And now that she's gone, I love my dad and I listen to my dad and I'll take his advice, but... I answered to my mother. Yeah. As a dad, how do you feel about that? Oh, I'm all for it. So I, I feel, I mean, raising a son, yes, I'm dad. I am an authority figure, but mom comes first. Even in me and my son's mother could hate each other, not be together forever, have completely different lives. I'm always going to love her and do things for her. And I'm always going to, make sure my son does as well because I remember I mean you there there's something special about a son and his mother that's mm-hmm. just from base biology and I will always do things that benefit my son and his mother because I I know I I there's there's a very strange like the relationship between growing up with being raised by a single mom And then when, as a man being raised by a single mom and then having a son, there's a lot of fucking weight there because I got a lot of insight from her point of view of things that I don't, I I learned a lot more about what not to do than what to do as a man when it comes to raising a son. And I'm not knocking my pops at all. I love my dad to death. It's just, we have a very different relationship now than when I was like 13. Right. And so that relationship with your mother, how has that affected your relationship with women now? Ooh, that's... Is it, can you talk to that? Or? Yeah. So now 
that I've grown up and become more self-aware, I weighed a lot more. And I never really made that connection because as a younger man, I mean, I, I, I treated women horribly and it, I'm very ashamed of that. Like I, that honestly weighs on me, the things I've done and just been a shitty dude in the past. And I think losing my mom, it took some time, but that kind of opened my eyes to the bad things I've done. So what was the question? How how is your relationship with women based off of your your things that your mom taught you growing up? Yeah, then like now it's now it's more based on the way and the things my mother taught me, as opposed to it was before when I was as focused on myself and self centered and incredibly selfish and shit. Yeah, it's a uh, when you lose the comfort and security of your mother, you realize that you really are alone without them. Mm-hmm. So you tend to treat the people around you much better. It's deep. Yeah. It's, it's the, I can't imagine like, even though I have my dad and all that stuff, like there is that comfort, that mom's, that mother's comfort is, never coming back and I'm never getting that again. So you tend to, I find myself being more careful and more cognizant of the people around me's feelings because I don't want to feel I'm more scared of being alone now because they're like, you could always go to mom's house. Mom was always going to take care of you as a boy, as a man. And when you lose that, it is okay. Now it's time to, I actually have to be a man and a grown up now because I, my mom's not there to help me anymore. It, I think that's one of the heaviest, most transformative and transitional time in any man's life is if he loses his mother, that is fucking heavy. And I feel for anyone who's had to go through that because it fucking sucks. And it, it changes everyone. And losing a parent is, I can't, I, I don't even want to talk on and try to imagine losing a child, but losing a parent fucks you up and I have no shame about admitting that or talking about it. It fucks you up. And it, I mean, uh, next week will be three years since my mom's passed and it gets easier, but I don't see it ever being okay. If that makes sense. Right. I would have much like I, she was, I was 27 when she passed away and I can't imagine going that earlier. And I think obviously like the, the later in life, it's always easier, but it's, I don't give a shit. Like losing a parent will fuck anyone up. I've had a, uh, I learned a lot from my mom too. And, you know, I, I think everybody who's listened knows the background that yeah. I have with my family. So one of the things that I've learned from my mom, I'll fuck a bitch up. <laughs> my my <laughs> mom always said, uh, my, my, my mom wasn't a fucking OG, triple OG, but she always said, if you're man enough to hit a man, you're man enough to get hit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going around fucking no. knocking women out. I um, wouldn't hit a woman, but I would spear the fuck out of her. Like if there's a <laughs> I, I think it was Kanye said, I'll never hit a woman, but I'll shake the shit out of you. <laughs> but no, no, no one should ever be ashamed of, de- if you have to defend yourself, fucking defend yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, 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 the respect 
from like from my community that whenever you have a close friend, you, you start to call his mother your mother, right? Oh so yeah. Like, and and like I, my I, homie I, Mike, shout out Mama Don's now Abuela Don's. He just had a kid, but like there there is no better feeling when when you're home when you're accepted as family by a homie's family. Like, like when, you, when a mom calls you her other son or you're like a bonus child to their family, that is an Such amazing a feeling. Yeah. Right. And like, I understand that there's a, there's still a lot of things that women need to fight for. Mm-hmm. And there's like some inequalities, not get to get down to specifics. Like yeah. I, I don't believe in the, the, the wage inequality. I do to some extent. However, there's a lot more women in leadership positions than there are men at this point in some industries, but I think it's industry-based. Those numbers are coming off of, we got to dig into the numbers, right? As far as, like, I know women that I worked in the same position that I have that got paid more than me mm-hmm. because, or there was, they were more inclined to hire a woman now because there's like a diversity need, right? Yeah. Especially in, in big corporations, but there's still a lot of fight that women need to have to, for, like, for their rights. Respect the fuck out of that. And I'll support them. Um, I just don't think that there is a, all like the, oh, we need to tear down the patriarchy and all that shit. I think that's misguided, it's misguided energy. Like I, I know from, from my, you should never have to tear that. Uh, we're also, I mean, let's be realistic here. We're fucking heterosexual males. Yeah. Like we may be to be completely talking out of our ass, but you shouldn't have to tear someone or something else down to lift yourself up. Right. There's a lot. More. But then again, there's the idea that male and the patriarchy is oppressive. And is it though? Like I, that's the thing. I, I don't want to say it is or isn't just because I don't fucking know, dude. I don't, we don't know enough. Yeah. I, but the only time I've ever had a vagina is when I tucked my dick back to send a funny Snapchat to the boys. Mangina <laughs> Mondays. Um, I, I want to know more. Which I got a beautiful mangina. But yeah, yeah no, I, I, I think that is, um, that's one of the reasons I'm stoked for it. I get the new equipment in and bring guests on just because like, how often do you get to have a no holds barred, let's just fucking talk about shit with someone of the opposite gender or the opposite, you know, like I want to talk to people who don't agree with me. I mean, that's why I enjoy our conversation so much because we do have different views, but we disagree respectfully. Mm-hmm. I want to get some, I want to get the fucks. I want to get some fucking weirdos in here, dude. I want to interview a midget or a little person. Sorry. But yeah. That's another thing. I would rather be called like a term than a little person. I think I don't yeah. want to call little anything. Yeah. My high school in high school, I had a nickname. What was it? I wasn't given. I was given to me. I yeah. didn't want it. It was that. It was because little John was popular at the time. Yeah. So it was little John. Yeah. You know, it's like what? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And it shit carried over for like a year. Some people still Damn. fucking call me that, and I'm like, bitch. I mean, I'm thinking. Was it little John and uh, Robin Hood? Oh, that dude was big. That was a monster tank, right? See. Yeah, reappropriate it. Yeah. Now, like, uh, nickname, it, people, I don't know, trust people who give themselves their own nicknames. People who nickname themselves. Uh, <laughs> that's some incel behavior. That is um, that's some little dick yeah, energy. It is really bad. Call me Pupkit. Uh, my two nicknames growing up was uh, Bug and Hollywood. Bug. Uh, was short for boogie because apparently he's a baby. I like to dance a lot. Mm. And uh, Hollywood is because my parents said I was full of shit. 
Mm. Which Hollywood is very cool shit. Yeah. I, uh, I've been called Zoombug. I can Z. see Zoombug, yeah. Yeah, Ninja. Yeah. People don't like saying my entire last name because it sounds too close to a racial yeah, slur. Yeah, Zuniga, it is. Sounds There's too- a lot of you guys, though. Is I've there? met a lot of Zunigas throughout my life. Uh, here in like in, in this area, there's not that many of us. There's, a, there's a surprising amount of y'all up in Chicago. You might need to reach out. I, I try, man. I try, I try to do like the, the ancestry mm-hmm. and I got like about 28,000 yeah, first cousins. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I kind of. How many siblings do you have? I have. Okay. So two sisters mm-hmm. that I grew up with. My youngest brother, mm-hmm. he's um, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have another brother from my dad's side, but I don't really, he's a strange, like, I, yeah. I, I mean, that's like, I don't fuck with my dad's brother side. from another mother. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do, but not really like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't dislike them. I just don't know them. Like, yeah. They're like, strangers. Yeah. You could have family that are strangers. Yeah. That's my dad's side. I yeah. like, I, there's a couple of my uncles, but after that, everybody's like, I don't really know. Um, would you say, would you say like you grew up with like a big family? I did because my cousins, I, I had like a shit ton of cousins. And it, like, because we all consider like second cousins, third cousins, third cousins. A, a, a young person that's like an aunt, but uh, she's a cousin. Yeah. You know, I like, mean, I, I got a, I got like fucking six aunts and uncles who I share no blood relation with. Yeah. You know, what's crazy. Dating in the South side of San Antonio, I can trace every girl that I dated back to the same like friend or two, like their cousins, Every, I have like two friends whose families are so fucking big. Every single girl in the South side is related to them by like a, by one or a, two people by a branch or six, two. six degrees separation type shit. Yeah. But not six. It was like two <laughs> degrees separation. I. Do you I'm have be- a type? Yeah, I do have a, uh, so I don't have a type as far as like a, being attracted. I have a type as far as like, I want to be with this girl for, I, I can see it. You know, I've, been in love with I've been in, in close to love with a lot of girls with every girl out there I've been in love with every woman I've ever been with even if it's for a moment or just a thing about them it's something that just is you fixate but I understood love with one girl mm. yeah yeah with one girl out there and now she's has a family and I'm that happy for her. Fucking happens, doesn't it? It does, man. And like, and I respect it and I'm happy for her. Like legitimately. Yeah. I think, well, we kind I mean, of- that's real shit when, you know, you could put apart your own personal feelings to see an ex be happy in their new life or whatever. You know, that's, that's growth. That's good. Some good shit. But it, it wasn't even like, so I, it was before my growth happened. Cause I've had some like strong, like mental, um, growth over the, and spiritual growth, like over the past couple of years, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it was before this, like she started going on her own path and I just legitimately wanted to see her happy. Like, I get because that, yeah. I, because I am that vested into her own, like, not to sound like a simp. We're still in September, right? Right. What's today's date? Yeah. I think no it's September. September. Which that's a fuck. I will argue <laughs> with you that whole simp fucking. I, could, I, I would never clown on someone for caring about a woman. That's fucking stupid. But when he's no, but there is simping. If you start caring about every single bitch out there, like if you really care about her, you got to care about yourself first. Every, every well, if, if you don't love yourself, no one's ever going to love you. Yeah. And if you love yourself too much, no one's ever going to love you. 
that's fair. I might be on that the latter end of that. Oh, I've been a victim of my own self worth many a time. Bro, I mean, I live with myself. I, I, it, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta be happy in these own bones, in my own bones, and my own skin. I think my failure came a lot from greed. What do you mean? If it was never enough, it was, mm. it was. Um, I don't. Know, what is it? Not she greed. Good. Um, what I want to see what she tastes like. What's the uh, deadly sin? Not greed. Every lust. 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 Um, gluttony. Oh, gluttony. I don't want to call it lust. But there is definitely, I've suffered like gluttony. I mean, ho-hos. Hey. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, I, I just always tried to fill that empty spot with me with physical stuff. And it was never, never enough. That's fair. I mean, I enjoy getting laid. I don't get laid nearly enough that would satisfy me. Mm. I could never. I could fucking you girl every single night and it wouldn't be enough really that just i would get tired of it I like physically get that but that's too many fucking germs dog however it wouldn't fulfill me spiritually and that yeah the sex is always better when there's an emotional connection oh for sure the, it's so much better that wap is so much wap it's so much the more w in that wap yeah, if it's it goes like from a connection like a wap to like a wap. yeah Triple W. Yeah. Instead of being triple C for thick, got that triple W. Um, but yeah, so like I, I want to establish connections. However, I'm also, I'm, I'm going through my own trauma. Mm-hmm. My, I, my, my currency, right? I always talk about cur- like humans being currency yeah. and, I, and what do I have to offer the other person for women, right? For men, like we, we want to get laid. I, I want to procreate and in my mind it's telling me if I procreate and you know, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm fulfilling that. Right. Outside of that, I need that kind of that reassurance. And, and I know what, what I'm giving is my attention, my energy, my compassion, my, my, my help, my ability to help them project themselves to be better than them. I'm not going to give that away for free. Just like they wouldn't give, they don't, they're not supposed to. Right. It's not. See, we have a very different approach. So, so you have your own perceived value and you will not accept yet less than what you value yourself as. Mm-hmm. Right? So I perceive it as I don't like myself. So I want someone to love me so I can know what that feels like because I can never understand why someone would. Mm. That's, that's something that I've realized in the past few years is that I try and sacrifice my, I have, I'm so self-loathing that I need someone to love the fuck out of me and be, to fill that hole I'm looking into myself. But after a while, it, it, in the past it was never enough. So I went to look for more. And that's where I made the mistake. Instead of appreciating what I had in front of me, I always looked for more. Because it would never fully fulfilled that hole in myself that I created myself, my own self-loathing. No one's ever loved me more than I hated myself. Oof. Or maybe they have. And that's I sick. just was too fucking blind to see it because I was too you, focused on being angry at myself. How did you go about finding this out about yourself? How much like introspective I mean, time? dog, I was, I was fucking divorced at 25. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love love. 
um, being fucking alone, dude, being left, being broke. I've been like straight up dumped or broken up with maybe three times in my entire life. Yeah. And each time built upon the next, if that makes sense. Like it, it took a lot of bad feelings to, I mean, self-realization either comes at your lowest or your highest. Okay. So check this out. How well suited are you to date in the future moving forward? I think that if I ever, I don't, I can't even, that's a thing. I can't even fathom anything like that. Like be, being a dad and stuff like that eclipses the, the whole myself is fully fulfilled with the love I have for my son. I don't ever, I don't ever see myself or I don't ever, yeah, I don't ever see, foresee myself or find myself ever pursuing trying to fill a hole or anything like that again because I have everything I need with my son. Regardless, like, and like as obviously it's it all, sounds, yeah, it's and obviously passion. it's all hypothetical, you know, when it comes to like, you know, if things between me and my son's mom ever took that route and I needed or got to the place where like I would, I were to want to try to find love again or anything like that. Like I don't ever find myself putting that as a priority again, which is fucking nice, dude. Like it is nice to just worry about my son as it should be. Yeah. And and this is, I don't like to judge every single man because we all have our, our there's nothing more admirable in my eyes than being not only a, a, a dad, yeah. but being fully accepting that your life and your responsibility comes. It doesn't hard. matter anymore. So anything I, any dreams or anything I aspired to or anything I wanted to be now, it doesn't matter now. I have a, I have a son. My, my story is irrelevant. It's Me. his story now. My, my role has went from being the main person and the most important person in my life to now I'm just supporting cast dog. And I love it. But the st- supporting cast also needs to have a good story. They get an Oscar too, dog. And, and a lot of times, like when I see these dads that are like living vicariously through their kids because they're like in sports. And that's like, fucking like, whack. That's fucking whack. Like you yeah. still need to be a man for yourself. Yeah. And be that role model. But you can use that, that, that sense of because, symbolism for your yeah. kid. To project yourself too. Because there's a difference between living through your child and living for your child. Okay. So, so yeah. So, I mean, you, you'll catch the dads who are at the football games and stuff where they're living through their child. They're pushing their kids to follow their dreams, the things they didn't get to accomplish or the things that they failed to do. That's selfish. You're forcing your child to live your dreams or your wants or to feel those things that you failed to do. But the idea of I no longer matter thing. My dreams don't matter anymore. It's a scary thing to think about, but it is so freeing because I could say that who I wanted to be when I grew up is irrelevant because now I just want to make sure he gets to be whoever he wants to be when he grows up. So with that, it comes pressure. But there's also freedom because, 
as long as I'm doing everything I can for him and to give him every option and opportunity, I don't have to be so hard on myself on who I am or what I do or letting myself down because his goals are my goals. His wants are my wants. There's, there's a freedom in being selfless. Does that drive some extra motivation out of you? Oh, yeah. He will have every opportunity I didn't get to have as a kid. He will play every sport he wants to. I, I didn't get to play certain sports because the uniform costs or the equipment fees was too much or my parents had to work so couldn't get me to practice. I, he will get to do everything he wants to do. I had a, we had one of our sergeant majors when I was in Afghanistan come through and uh, he, they're talking to us about, because we're, you know, that time, you don't get paid a lot, but I mean, uh, for this is for people that are listening. I mean, you get um, tax, you, what is it, tax free? Yeah, we don't, we, so in a combat zone, you don't pay taxes and you get hazard pay. So you get more in your paycheck. And so they're also, they come through and they try to give us some guidance as far as like financial management. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. Uh, excuse me. Apologize. Um, they try to give us some like what their knowledge base is as yeah. far as like financial management and 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 where to push your dreams to. Are you staying in? Are you getting out? Um, that that's so you got talking, that in the Marine Corps. Our sergeant major came through and 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 he shit. They didn't give us that till we were getting out. Well, they uh, they try to reiterate that at the end, yeah. but that's a bullshit class. We'll, we'll talk to, about separating after yeah, yeah. a different time. Cause that's a whole can of worms, but from our level of, of, you know, local leadership, mm-hmm. I guess you would say, cause it's like a small, yeah. Small, you know, type yeah, shit. Yeah. So he came through and he was talking to us. He's like, is, is it your responsibility to send your kids to college? And everybody's response was like, no, no, obviously. And he was like, absolutely correct. Because, um, you know, I'm not putting my son through school. And I was like, and I, I rebuttal. I was like, sorry, major. I don't, I, I disagree. Yeah. And he was a dick. And he was like, <laughs> why? They always think, I mean, how, how, you spent 25 years living off the government being told what to do and telling other motherfuckers to do, <laughs> but you think that you know what the rest of the world is like. I, res- I, they have, I give them more respect than someone who spent 20 years in prison but they're both institutionalized. Oh, they don't know what the fucking real world is like. People in, in prison and in the military have a, a, a strange EQ that's very high. Yeah. But um, it also it's very limited. So, I mean, th- you learn a lot, of, a lot of soft skills from people in both of those circumstances. Military is prison. Yeah. But you get paid. You're institutionalized. For sure. I mean, it, and it operates the same way. Like there's gangs. There's mm-hmm. the, We have some stories as far as like... Uh, hazing and people getting fucked up in the military that are equal to prison. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the, the story about the Sergeant Major, he was asking if we need to put our kids to school. Do we believe that? Yeah. And I stood up and I said, no. And he's like, why? Yeah. He, he's expecting me to have some stupid fucking answer, but I didn't. I was like, if I ever wanted my family name, I, I feel like we should be attempt to the best of our abilities, put our children through school yeah. and to give them education and give them that, that, uh, affluent environment, right? Because if we ever want our names to our family name to be a Rockefeller, a Bush, a Carnegie, West, uh, a West, if you ever want that, you need to start now. It's not, don't push that off into the next generation. Start uh, building that generational wealth right now because it's not about you, it's about the family name for generations to come. I always, be- I believe. 
I currently believe that it is the parent's role to make sure the child has a better life than they did, but it's also the child's role to do better than your parents did. Yes, but also you got to remember they're children. When when you, they need to be guided Hmm? and put back on course. They're not, you don't force them, but they need guidance. There's a difference between, between, Big facts. And and guidance. Try to explain. This is why you should. And not just with your children, with with people you care about. Right. You could push people to be better, but there's also a way to guide them from a place of love. Anyone that you have influence over. Anyone you love. I feel like if you love someone, your role is to push them to be better. This is why you shouldn't look to politicians for influence. That's why you shouldn't look at politicians. At all. Fuck them. And there are bitches. And everybody needs to start acting like that again. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz is my bitch. Yeah. I should be able to call right now to the office and The speak. White House is my house. Yeah. It's the people's house. Yeah. I own that shit. I pay for it. I pay the bills, that motherfucker. I'm going to turn off the lights if I need to. Right. Now, there is some um, guidelines and expectations because I have, that's our shared property. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to yeah. go and, you know, spray paint the walls because we all share that property. Yeah. However, I might piss on the lawn. I mean, I, I, I am entitled to my voice being heard and you do that through voting taxation without representation. That's what started this whole thing. Yeah. If you don't feel represented by your local government or government in general, then it's kind of on you, dog. Hey, so speaking about Puerto or about yeah. taxation without representation, that's Puerto Rico should be a state. So should DC. Well, this Puerto Rico didn't pay federal taxes though, did they? I do not believe they pay federal taxes because they are a, um, they're considered a territory of the U.S. Yeah. So as far as like they're based on the electoral college, D.C. was a state to have more votes than I want to say Idaho. And is that fair? Yeah. Mm, But a lot of the people that are in D.C. are also. Texas pays more that gives more money and benefits to the federal government than it receives. So does California. If you're giving more than you're getting, then you deserve more of a say than North Dakota. That's fair. I not to shit on North Dakota, but they, there needs to be representatives that are and like that at a state level that are strong against that. And that's why this is important. Well, I, I think we, I mean, think about all the focus that goes into the presidential election, but you don't get hype for your fucking local senator who's actually has some way to you know affect you you don't get hype for your fucking school board district bro the school board i'm district. getting into all this fucking san antonio shit it's, it's uh, drama right shout out bexar county bear county bear and county. i like saying bexar more it sounds better oh, give a fuck come on, bear dog it's um, not bear bear spelled b-e-a-r what's that x to it bear it it's like it's a latin i mean fucking g's moving signs like lasagna um Shout out, Wayne. But yeah, like the, the school board one, especially. There's so that, much like that matters. Your fucking uh, sheets and sanitation affects your daily life more than who the fuck the president is. But we don't want to get involved in these local elections. It's all hype beast. It's a it, who's the the LeBron versus Jordan is basically this in my mind as hype beast as the Biden versus Trump. Chicago has uh, something called aldermans. What's that? Uh, it's like a mayor for the neighborhood. Okay. And like people don't get hype about like there's not 
a lot of people will get all up to you about the mayor, but like your alderman has a lot more fucking say in your day-to-day life than the mayor does, or just like your local senators or your state senators over your fucking president. My boy was just joking about that. He should be the mayor of the South side. And I, and I agree with him. I would have voted for him. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, why doesn't he run? Cause there's no mayor of the South side. Why does he run for the mayor of the whole city? It's one of those things where it's like, it seems kind of outrageous that one of us could, could run. We assume that you have to be tied in. We, you do, but I, I fully believe that times are changing. Especially in San Antonio. I feel like San Antonio is ripe for political picking. Yeah, for sure it is. As, as long as, I don't think anybody wants their cards to get pulled. You know what I'm saying? I would like, never run for office because they have way too many skeletons. I would, I, I, I would run, right? But not like anything higher than. If I were to run, people would have to get real cool about a lot of stuff real quick. Yeah. I would definitely be pro sex worker and I would, I would take those pasties off and send at all the strip clubs in San Antonio. Which so. is, I don't understand. So as free as Texas is, strippers got to cover up the nipples and keep their panties on and I can't gamble. What the fuck? Check this out. So the mayor of the old mayor of San Antonio, uh, before Nuremberg, she was super religious, fucking super religious, and and she was also full of shit. And she was how many new paintings are there in the Vatican? All of them. Yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. So, this woman was just terrible for like the San Antonio ecosystem and as far as like she was like a hypocrite and they voted her out obviously yeah. it worked out i somebody that i knew was like and was always like giving a shit because like i was like strong for nirenberg mm-hmm. he's done a great job man that this is the san antonio mayor he was like kept everybody informed throughout the the pandemic puts up numbers all the time is always responsive and he's like out in the streets like pre-covid um, imagine to- if san antonio if there was like a uh I don't want to put it like within city districts, like within the 1604 loop in San Antonio, but imagine if there was a actual baller casino, a nice casino in the hill country, like outside of San, like between Austin, San Antonio and the hill country. Give me a nice big fucking fat casino. Yeah. it. Uh, that's a, what you're treading into small town waters there. And again, there's for as much as I love Texas and, they have a, I respect influence that the small towns have because they keep it the way it is. How long until we don't have any more small towns? In between our cities, they will merge soon enough. Like the population wise. I know, man. Is it better? I mean, I don't, it's not better or worse, right? That's, I hate saying better because yeah. it's an opinionated word. I don't know if it's more favorable to live in a, like a town or like, a big city yeah. and everybody stacked on top of each other or to live, everybody lives spread the, the fuck out. Cause then you're going, you're impeding on, on natural resources. Mm-hmm. You're impeding on, on private land. You're now you're pulling government land. You know, now the, the, the wildlife has less room to roam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, now we got to develop more infrastructure for people that are living far the fuck out because you want to live out in bum fuck nowhere. Now we got to build a road for your ass. Run electric, yeah. Dog, no, you're- Got to drop a target. Come on, dog. We're not going to fucking do that. Move closer in town. You, oh my God, we're 
our our small town doesn't get any money. You need to send us money to say help. No, move to where the fucking jobs are. Also, at. don't bitch about your package taking two weeks to get there if you live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, dog. I mean, that it is what still you, fuck Bezos. You, you you knew you knew what the fucking script was before you committed to it. You knew where what what the complications were going to be, the the cons of where you're going to be living. If I were to move to move to California right now. Mm-hmm. And of course the pros. The I'm just looking around the room at the multiple firearms that would be illegal in California. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Uh, so I know that I'm going to have nice things, right? Yeah. going to have some good weather all year round. Yeah. The I'm weather gonna, can't be beat. Can't the be weed. Beat. Mm. However, look at all the, Bad shit. Yeah. The, the the cons don't the cons outweigh the, the pros for me. And the Rebecca's and the Rachel's, they're everywhere. And we got some bad bitches in Texas. I don't care what anybody says. I know California and, and New York, they I like Jewish girls. So I think I, I I would love New York. You know there's a massive Jewish community in Chicago and outside Chicago. No. Massive. I, I may be talking out of my ass, but one of the largest amount of like Holocaust survivors went, ended up in Chicago. Oh, wow. Shout out like Skokie Evanson. Like there's a, the Holocaust museum there is amazing. I don't know what it is about Jewish girls. Like talking about the culture, mm-hmm. not like even Israeli girls. Like, oh you, dude, I, I fucking, you know, I, Israeli I grew up around a lot of you would and like, I'm all dude, Turum, their Halloween mm-hmm. is lit. And they're the best advice I've ever gotten has come from rabbis, even mm. as a Catholic. Too much wisdom. Yeah. But just, I don't know, the curly hair The I, I like, because I'm very like um, mechanical and like structural minded, mm. like ones and zeros. And, yeah, and fucking and, nerd. And, exactly. So when I look at women, my things are like an attraction, I find beauty in imperfections. Mm. Does she have like a... Obviously, like a fucking lazy eye, but you know, like yeah. she have like a crooked tooth. Yeah, something like that. Like a, her nose is big, or and I'm not saying like stuff with stereotypes, right? Yeah. But just that be, there's beauty. I mean, that was mad stereotypical that you just said that. I did. You know? I, know. I, 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 I meant it. That's yeah. like saying like you know, oh yeah, I saw this Mexican chick and she was pregnant. Like, ooh, <laughs> I love how fertile she looks. <laughs> Facts. I love those big hips and those those childbearing fucking curves that she has. Yeah. I mean, you are wired to want that mm-hmm. literally like big thighs and wide hips is mm. did you know that in israel they have they're the world leaders in in cybersecurity and the tech industry for that realm like within the cyber it, i truly believe that it has everything to do with the fact that they are it's what is it what is it called there's a word for it but it's mandatory military service mm-hmm. they're a lot more patriotic and they love their country. Well, that's what happens when you get fucked up. Like, there, I mean, they, when a Jewish person says never again, they mean that shit. Yeah. Fuck, they ain't yeah. going out like that again. And yeah. I don't fucking blame them. Yeah. They're, but they're all, because they all have to serve. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like some caveats to where like, you know, I'm all for having mandatory service in America. If you want to vote, I'm not saying the military, but you're going to give me at least two years. Park I, ranger. 
it's some infrastructure. Kind of, I think we should have mandatory public service. If you want to be a citizen, if you want to vote, if you want benefits from being an American, you got to pay your way, Playboy. Now the affluent would end up getting something like yacht fucking. Do you know how much work an immigrant has to come to become Amer- an American? A shit ton. There needs to be uh, immigration reform. I understand. I want it, mandatory service for everyone. Yeah. Bucket. If you're going to go work in the forest, you're going to go work at the fucking zoo. Imagine how much better America would be if everyone just gave two years. The, uh, so like Israel, mm-hmm. not only are they patriotic, but everybody has some sort of skill. They're trained. And because yeah. of that, they're, because everybody has a skill set and it's like, they don't have to worry about sending people off to college. And now there's like the income disparity there. Everybody has that service and their skill set and they're, it's able to help them propel them forward. Yeah. Like that's why they're so advanced as far as like cybersecurity because they've all been trained to some extent. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we could benefit that same way. Yeah. Now again, like you said, not military service, but just service. Service. Yeah. yeah. Get, if like I'm all for, I think we shouldn't like, we should have uniform health, uh, universal health care. And universal education. With choice. But no, but not, not. You need to give me. I don't know about the education two years. part. That's fair. If everybody served. I wouldn't say the education part. Universal healthcare. Yes. But with a, with the choice of choosing your own doctor and paying extra to get more incentive, which still kind of reflects what we're in. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's. There's some room. Yeah. To, to grow. There, there's always room to adjust. Always room for amendments. And it, and by schooling, it doesn't need to be, oh, everybody needs to go to fucking a university and learn gender studies. Yeah, no, go, go to a fucking trade school, become an electrician. Hell You're yeah. probably going to make more than your friends who went to college. I respect that. Yeah. I, could, I could see that. And who should it be funded by? I mean, if we're all benefiting off of it, it could come from us. But, I mean, then we start treading into tax territory and whether we want to use... Never, never do I want to take away military funding. I, I need, I, now hold on. I want oversight from non-government officials to make sure that the spending is being correctly utilized and they're not overpaying. But in the same instance, uh, when you open up that to auditing, then we lose our black budgets and there's a lot of things that this country needs to do that aren't exactly legal or ethical that we need to do to secure our spot in the world. You don't want to accept that there's a lot of shit going on that you don't know that is in the benefit America of America does a lot of dirty shit that helps us. Yeah. That need that we need them to do that. You need me on that wall. You want me. You on all, that. you sometimes you just need a gangster. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just need someone to do some dirty shit. Nobody wants to, Oh, everybody wants to proclaim that they're from a certain neighborhood, right? But whenever those motherfuckers from that neighborhood start doing that grimy shit, all of a sudden you want to disconnect. Yeah. But that wasn't right. You'll, you'll buy a stolen Xbox for $200. Right. At the same time, you're judging someone for stealing an Xbox. Right. You want to talk about how hood the hood is. Like, oh, should I come from yeah. this neighborhood. How did that neighborhood earn its stripes? Mm-hmm. Okay. That, right? Yeah. Accept it. Understand, and that's the same thing that America does. Yep, put it, you blow that same exact picture up, and that's America. America's a motherfucking gangster. Yeah. We've done some dirty shit. She needs to stay that way. Yeah. Speak softly, Carrie. 
large stick. Um, and yeah, man, I, 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 I love this motherfucker, but yeah. you know, uh, I'm happy that people are starting to pay attention to fucking football again. Yeah. It's, it's having sports is nice. Who's, who's on me now? You watching that uh, Stanley cup? Uh, I, I'm not watching it down the horse in Was it Dallas and who? I mean, I, I, I'm going I'm to take Dallas on it. I mean, the yeah. Cubs are playing the White Sox right now. They just got in our ass. And then the Bears are 2-0. I want I Hockey is one of those things that I, I want to like. I, I want to like it. It's fun. I just, I, I don't. Know enough about it? I don't know enough about it. And it's kind of hard to like. It's like white soccer. Yeah. That's fair. It's like uh, going in. Like North American white. Cause not European white. Because their soccer is soccer. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's it's really a North American sport hockey is. Like it's Canadian, but I who mean, else plays hockey? Russians. Mm-hmm. That's it. Russia, US, and Canada. I mean, like that's the big big three. I mean Scandinavia like you have all those fucking places. Norwegian. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. They all play that shit. It's us it's us the fucking Canucks and the fucking Ruskies. I I wonder if I could, could. Can you ice skate? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I was about to say. Wait, I, have you never been ice skating? No, no. What? Never been ice skating. Oh, dog. I wonder if I could. Can you roller skate? Yeah. Like a motherfucker. You could probably ice skate. It's same, same, but different. I wonder if I could snowboard. Can you skateboard? Yeah. Can you surf? Never tried. It's different. You steer with your back instead of your front. Uh, okay. That's but, fair. I mean, it's not like, let's like, like taking a it's not hard. You, you'll fall once really hard. Like bombing a hill. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's the thing I found with snowboarding is you're going to eat shit once hard. Yeah. But then it gets easier. Okay. You just got to accept the fact that you're going to eat shit once. That's pretty much the most things in life, except that you're going to fail really hard once and then you'll be all right. Not just once. Dog, I fail all the time. I treat. Oh, by the way, I got that job. Mazel tov. Yeah. I shoot my shot, man. I, I take risks and I wish I took as much risk with other shit, like, like personal life yeah. as I do with like professional. I life. mean, you're already at no. I know. Exactly. That same mentality. I wish, you know how these motherfuckers be out here like getting pussy. Like they're like, I'm just going to walk up to her. I, but then they'll, they can't get a job. Yeah. Bitch, that same mentality. Go do that shit out For there. For something that's productive. For, you know, go get your green, man. Take, shoot, shoot your shot. You didn't have that job to begin with. Yeah. You, you know, you're lying about your dick size, you know, kind of inf, inf, like uh, inflate your resume just a little bit. That's you know a good point. Treat jobs the way you treat pussy and then you'll see if you, whichever one you're better at. Yeah. Right. And for me, I'll treat getting my romantic life the way I treat my uh, everything else. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's like, like I said earlier, there's some shit that I'm holding back. What are you better at? Well, I'm, I don't try to get money. I just, I, I, as why, okay, here's another thing. Why can I say like, you know how people that work hard in the gym and they like, they'll, we want to uh, appreciate their hard work yeah. and their work ethic and they can like flex and be like, don't hate on him because he worked hard or whatever. Why can't you do that with money? Oh. That motherfucker worked hard too. You know, I'm he can't at- stunt. I just think we need to stop being humble in general. You think so? I, I think the idea that we should all be humble is Where kinda, did we learn that from? 
I don't fucking know, man. Who taught us Barney, to Mr. Rogers, I don't fucking know who taught us to be humble. I reject that shit, though. The things I'm good at, I'm fucking good at. And I know I am. And I'm done being humble. There's not a lot of things I'm good at. I'm not the best at a lot of things. But mm-hmm. the things I am good at, I refuse to be humble about them. I'm very good at being a better me. The things that I care about, I'll push. Nobody's going to progress harder than I could progress. Your abilities far under, like, they, 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 they're under. I can overweigh you in, in progress and, and, and work ethic. You just work harder than anyone else. I, I've always had to. Something that people don't under, uh, like, uh, appreciate about, like, people of my stature, right? Who's your favorite basketball player of all time? Michael Jordan. Muggsy Bowes. Motherfucker, have I told you this before? No, I just you're a short dude talking about basketball. My goat is motherfucking Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, that's the I feel hardest that. working yeah. person out there on the oh, court. Five seven, five eight, Duncan. Oh no, 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 no! Drop it down about More? four inches. Ooh. He was like five three, five four. <laughs> that motherfucker was out there playing in the NBA with giants. I bet you he had a fat dick though. Probably. Yeah. His his wife is thick. Yeah? Yeah. Not she, like Scotty Pippen's wife who Future fucked. Really? You ever heard about that? No. Yeah, Future stole his bitch. Damn. And then rapped about it. Really? Yeah, Scotty Pippen. He he's he's like a meek mill man. He's oh his his NBA contract. Like there's just those dudes who just good cross reference. They get the short end of the stick forever. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Like, yeah, they're, I, they're, I feel bad for those guys. Some people will always be a player two type motherfucker. Mm. You ever look up what, what a type A and a type B personality are? No, but you want to save it for next time? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Well, until next time. See you when I see you.